Hello listeners and welcome to the Museful JJ Podcast where we'll be discussing life hacks, personal growth or even give you access to my Museful mind and contemplations about life and all that accompanies it. Welcome everyone, it's wonderful to share with you another podcast this day. Now, it's a beautiful day today and thank you all for your support. I see that the last podcast on transactional relationships certainly drew a bit of a crowd and I thank each of you for your support. Now, I apologise that I didn't get it in last Thursday. I had something else I had to sort out and prepare myself for an inspection coming up. But all's good now. Okay, as we move forward into the topic which I'll be discussing this podcast, and that is emotional strength or agility. Now into our topics on emotional strength or agility. Now, I read a book last year that I recommend to each of you listeners. If you get the time, I know life gets very busy. And that is Emotional Agility. Get Unstuck, Embrace Change and Thrive in Work and Life. Written by Susan David, PhD. I'm sure you might have heard of her uh, TED Talk, which was given a couple of years ago, but I highly recommend it. It's a book that really makes you think about how emotions and thoughts can be connected and help you understand why your thoughts and behaviours connect and emotions on top of that but and this is a direct quote from just a a reference list about her book on her website susandavid.com about the book in emotional agility Dr David shares four key concepts one showing up Instead of ignoring difficult thoughts and emotions or overemphasizing positive thinking, facing into your thoughts, emotions and behaviors willingly with curiosity and kindness. Now, well, before we go move on to two, I thought I'd spend a bit of time exploring that. We need to acknowledge those emotions and even thoughts as they come it is true that what you think about often is what you become and what you think to do if you think about it often you end up doing it which is why you've you've got to be curious like and look into those thoughts or emotions that 
you feel with those thoughts. And of course you need to be careful of your social surroundings but being kind to yourself. Don't ignore those thoughts. Acknowledge it. And don't put on a front. That is very dangerous. And from my own experience especially overemphasizing positive thinking leads to burnouts and nervous breakdowns where which result from like forcing ourselves to think positively ignoring like confronting thoughts that come to our minds and also punishing ourselves from like for thinking things that we are not meant to think or feeling things that we're not meant to feel that doing so we're denying a part of ourselves which is very much exists okay the second key concept stepping out detaching from and observing your thoughts and emotions to see them for what they are just thoughts just emotions essentially learning to see yourself as the chessboard filled with possibilities rather than as any one piece on the board confined to certain preordained moves so what does that mean what this means is you will have thoughts come to your mind and you will feel emotions either together or separately and if, like say you think something like punching someone who cuts you off in traffic or feeling angry for what they did instead of punishing yourself or even feeling compelled to follow that person home take a step back and think okay i'm i think i'm feeling angry that that person cut me off or when i think about that person cutting me off i feel angry you are Every single one of us has a divine destiny before us. We don't have to follow one set rules. Different rules will pertain to each of us. Yes, there are divine rules and laws out there that do apply to everyone. But also, each of us have different life circumstances. All of us have different strengths and weaknesses. And we say, like it's a chessboard, there is no, like, it's not only one way to win a game, there are many ways. You could cut through the middle and end it quickly with, with the king surrounded by his pawns, or you can play defensively and move your way up the board. Okay, number three, 
walking your why. Your core values provide the compass that keeps you moving in the right direction. Rather than being abstract ideas, these values are the true path to willpower, resilience and effectiveness. Okay, what does that mean? Well, what do you stand for? What are your priorities in life? What do you want in life? All these are important questions to determining your why. And as Frederick Nietzsche said, like any why, to have a why in life leads to your hows and whats. Well, it's not really Frederick Nietzsche, I forgot the quote, but essentially why leads to whats and hows. Our values are important. Because unless we're prepared to stand for something, we'll fall for anything. We need to have the integrity to stand for things that matter for us, to have a moral compass, to have a backbone. Okay, fourth key concept. Moving on, small deliberate tweaks to your mindset, motivation and habits in ways that are infused with your values can make a powerful difference in your life. The idea is to find the balance between challenge and competence so that you're neither complacent nor overwhelmed. You're excited, enthusiastic, invigorated. So what does that mean? I like how it says small deliberate tweaks. We don't have to make grandiose changes in our lives. Rather we can make small deliberate tweaks. We've got to make sure our switch points in the crossroads of our lives are going to lead us to the destination in life. Some moments in life are switch points and if they're facing in the wrong direction they're going to lead us 5,000 kilometres away from the correct destination. And I'll share with you a story about that. A man who was a, 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 a train, so a person in front charge of a train or one of the directors received a call that the train's uh, baggage cart had not arrived in, the, I think, I can't remember the destination, but had not arrived with the train and the passengers were not happy. So after calling around, he found out that along the way, I think it was down New Orleans or wherever, some lazy switchman um, dislodged the baggage carriages, um, did a switch, um, switched it 
just a few degrees to the left and it found it 5,000 kilometers from its intended destination. It's, it's true that through small things, great things can happen. We don't have to be positive all the time, but we can find the balance between challenging competence, find things that excite us, but also don't overwhelm us. Find things that keep us motivated, enthusiastic, without helping us become so routine that you become complacent. You can make small changes in your life to make big changes. Just remember, if you want to make a big goal, you need to set yourself small steps to, or small goals to achieve it. And you can do it. I know you can. Okay. This is from her book. Sharon, Sharon, sorry, Susan David's book. The most effective way to transform your life, therefore, is not by quitting your job and moving to an ashram, but to paraphrase Teddy Roosevelt, by doing what you can with what you have where you are. You can do it. You can do anything that you set your mind to. I know I have. And I know each of you can. Courage is fear walking. Each of us are afraid to make changes in our lives. Each of us are afraid of new goals that we set. We'll start getting started with them. But the point is that we try and we step forward one step at a time. Well, that's the end of my podcast. Thank you so much for your support. And I'll talk to you later this week. Have a wonderful week.